Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. Well, it's the beginning of the month, and that means we are moving on to a brand new film. And that film is Pretty Woman, starring Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. So we're going to be talking Pretty Woman all month long. And our special guest this month is the delightful Natalie Flynn. So we're going to kick off our discussion of Pretty Woman with uh, this mini episode where we're going to tease uh, next week's episode when we will be discussing the entire film. So today you're going to hear us talking a little bit about um, the Rodeo Drive scene. So there's all these scenes where Julia Roberts' character goes shopping on Rodeo Drive. She goes by herself. She goes with Richard Gere. And so we're going to be talking um, about those scenes and sort of what those scenes say about the characters in the film, the way that uh, Julia Roberts' character is viewed by other characters, and of course Richard Gere, and how he treats the employees at the store um, kind of says a lot about his character. So it's shopping time. Let's get into it. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. People thought this movie yep. was really fucking romantic. Yep. So is in the 90s. Is it supposed to be My Fair Lady? It does feel a bit like My yeah. Fair Lady mm-hmm. for sure. Because, yeah, it definitely feels like that. Yeah. Where they that he makes her over. I mean, a lot of people make over. Let's talk about the shot, the the shopping stuff. So he leaves. They've got he's got to have a big fancy dinner that night with the client. Yeah. And he leaves her her a bunch of money to shop with. Just says it's fancy. Doesn't tell her where. Doesn't give her yeah, like an right. actual dress no code. Idea. Although, he honestly, know where women how long shop. have you been living in L.A.? I don't even live in L.A. and I know about Rodeo, Rodeo. Yeah. Like, I, I but do I know it from this movie? I wonder if it's because of things like this movie. Like, it was, it became famous because it was in mm. so many movies. It, no, I think it, I think really? it definitely had it's a mythology been, beyond yeah. that. Um, I'm surprised that she didn't know about Rodeo Drive. Honestly, I would have taken that money and gone to Target. That's where um, I yeah. Can you imagine how much fucking shit you could buy with that so money? Much. So many and, more practical and underwear. Nobody would be looking at you side eye and no. not no. Allow, yeah, like you could buy whatever you want in there. I've gone to Target in like sweatpants and a bun and like no bra in a shirt with stains on it, and people were just like, "Welcome, welcome to Target. Yeah. You're Hello. one of us. <laughs> how much money are you going to spend here today? 140, 160. You're in sweatpants, but if I know I'm, you still have it in your lucky. bank account." <laughs> But I'm lucky. Like, I know you're gonna. I blow might that whole mortgage paycheck. my house just to buy whatever I'm buying here. God. I came in for toothpaste. I left with furniture. That's how I wrecked my credit <laughs> score. Was yes. Target. I got a credit card and then went to Target every day for like three weeks. And then I was like baffled that it like came up so fast. And I had to pay it off. And I was like, what? That's insane. I've maxed it out. I feel like Target is an addiction that people don't really talk about. Like I our know. society hasn't recognized it as a, an addiction, but it is a fucking addiction. It's really bad. Yes. They just shouldn't have groceries and clothes and shoes and makeup. Like they it shouldn't, shouldn't have it all in, in one s- spot. It shouldn't be in the same place. It it's shouldn't too be a tempting. department store, so grocery store and drug store all in one. It really it's shouldn't. too much for the it's average It's too many human. things that I need in it's my life. lit perfectly so that you don't like get like a horrible headache, but also it's like bright enough that you can see. And there's mm-hmm. a Starbucks in there, there's so if I get Starbucks. tired, I can get I a can coffee. I can get a coffee and get right back to shopping. Some of them even have bars in them because the Starbucks have a co- uh, serves wine. Like, yeah, I'm <sighs> like, I no, I can't use that word anymore. What N- Nazi? Uh, oh, I was like, I'm, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm that. I'm like that with like shopping. Like, we can take will, that word back, Sarah. Okay, I will <laughs> only 
Like I know what I'm gonna get before I go shopping, and I only get that thing. I don't. You are. You have a lot more self control than I do. An unusual person because I gotta tell you, money. (laughs) I I literally can't spend it. Nobody does. Like nobody has the money. And then, and I have the red card, so Mm -hmm. I lie to myself, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm spending several hundred dollars here but i'm also getting five percent off so i'm also saving I money i want yeah, that red that card too. so badly but i just can't i can't do it it's i can't not a do credit it card it's not a credit card look but I don't they want... still run a credit check oh i can't do it it's but enough. if they see that the it reason will... your credit is bad is because of target oh, no, i promise you they'll give it done to you, so much work that my credit is great <laughs> i have great it's credit l- now i worked debit, really hard it's at just that. a debit card though yeah. i don't want it okay i can't I can't. Oh, like, we're talking about addiction, and you're trying to Listen, like. Enable her? Just like <laughs> every time, it's so- an addiction. Do you want the Target card? I'll Listen, help you sign up. Every time somebody gets a Target red card, I get twenty dollars. I'm just kidding. Uh, I have a deal with them. Just kidding. I wish Target. If you'd like to sponsor us, please email feminine mistake send, podcast. At send gmail. your red com. cards and your coupons to feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com. All right. So she doesn't go to Target, which, no. by the way, is my Rodeo Drive. Oh, God. I know, because I still can't afford their clothes. (laughs) I'll just dance around in there with those fabric bags like I'm Shelly Long from Troop Beverly Hills. Um, So she goes to Rodeo Drive, which is uh, Fancy Pants. Um, There are kids Mm -hmm. there. There are even rich children rich in it up. That are playing with phones in convertibles. Oh, yeah. They like dance with cell phones. That was kind of cute. That was a Gary Marshall touch. That was creepy. That was a Gary Marshall touch if I ever saw one. Um, So creepy. But anyway, all the rich folks are there shopping. She goes into a store and they not only will the store people not help her. They tell because her women to are leave. terrible. They straight up tell her to leave. It's so rude. Like she, there, there's nothing like it's too. She asks how much something costs and like that's not your size. And it's like I didn't ask her my size. Like I asked how much it costs and like you couldn't afford afford this. And, and I feel like she's this still is wearing the clubbing dress yeah, from right, the night before. Is. And I feel like this scene is like a a moment of like internalized misogyny of women and like it hurts me so much to watch now because I'm just like these women just like don't like they don't even give her a shot and it's like it it bugs me so much only time in this movie that I really noticed that she talks to a woman who like thinks that she's a person Mm -hmm. is when she talks to her roommate kit yeah. Yeah. Every other time she encounters a woman, they give her a look. They say something nasty. Oh, yeah. No, there's yeah. definitely a and you're not so one of frustrating. Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, Every time. I, I haven't been to Ro- Rodeo Drive, but when I was uh, when I took a trip to, to New York one year and I had just gotten a job at Star Star Starbucks and I was making a, a lot because I worked a lot and I had like a few thousand bucks in my account and I was like, I'm going to buy like a $300 dress. Like, that's just what I'm going to do. Nice. And yeah. so I went into like the store and it was kind of like a let's size you up who you are not how like i don't care how much you have but who are you to be in the store i frankly have never been in a store like that Mm-mm. like it i've never feels weird like yeah. i i was excess accepted i guess because how I, I was dressed or something like that but it was like it was like i could have walked in and like in sweats and had like all this money and they still would have been like um it felt like a very judgy like the person yeah. was ended up being nice to me but it was like they i think they tell these w- w- women in these stores like you, it's like to, a cult, to get rid of the riffraff cult, um, cult, 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 culture of and like yeah 
Yeah. I Because I had a similar experience when I went to the Apple store once. And, like, I, it was winter time, so I was in my, like, schlubby, like, winter sweater. I mean, I feel like that is the uniform like, for Apple, is it not? I, I don't know, but you I went in there. You could have been a computer programmer I for literally all went in there, and True. I was like, I would like to buy a MacBook Pro, please. And they were like, go wait at this table over here. And I was like, okay. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited. And so, like, uh, I was at uh, one of the more upper class areas of town. Mm. Um, and yeah, in Buckhead mm-hmm. and an older couple, older white couple walks in and is in like, I want to buy an iPad. They get help first. Like all of these older white people keep getting help first, like before me. And like, I'm just literally just standing there and I'm just like, I wanted to fucking buy a MacBook on my lunch break. I was coming in here just, to spend three grand. the display and just walked so out mad. and just be like, bill me. And I feel like it was just because I was like in a t-shirt and like dirty jeans because I work for a tree service for my day job. I was on my lunch break and I literally was stopping in to like quickly pick up a MacBook Pro and just drop three grand on a laptop and like well, no yeah, one would help me. And I had this moment of like no one would help me in the store buy a laptop. I feel like and if I was that's like, going to happen somewhere in Atlanta, it's going to be in Buckhead. I know. Well, like it was my fault. Or something. It was my fault for going to Buckhead. You know, yeah. like, yeah, I I shouldn't be in Buckhead. You know, like I just I no now, one should be in Buckhead. Since that experience, no the only reason there. why I go to that mall is to go to Lush, and I literally just walk in is with my that, head down. Is that where Lush is? Yes, that's where Lush mm-hmm. is. And I like walk with my head down, and then I just get in there, and I'm like, oh, yeah? <laughs> dirty hippies, help Tips. me find what I need. I worked Let in Lennox. I worked Lennox. at a swim yeah. shop. Oh. oh, God, that's got to be a fucking nightmare. It kind of mm-hmm. was. I had a lot of... Uh, actually, I had a shocking number of elderly women who really wanted fishnet bikinis. Um, <laughs> wow. You know, I was like, you, you met, do you, girl. You met Grandma Heath, it sounds like. It's like, you do you. Let's get you in one, girl. You get, you're going to rock that cruise. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love ladies was, who were just like, I want shocking. whatever the 16-year-olds are wearing. <laughs> yes. I loved yes. it. That was yes. actually my favorite part. So <laughs> she gets booted from the first store and she's so mortified yeah. that she goes home empty handed. She gets there girl. and uh, we haven't talked about this guy yet, but the manager of the hotel, I guess, right? He's yeah, the manager. He's the manager. He says it later. His name is Barney. Um, he, is it really Barney? It is. It's That's Barney. So cute. Yeah. And he stops her. Um, yes. He initially is trying to pull her aside to basically tell her that she shouldn't be at the hotel yeah right that she right should leave and that she has no place there but he says that edward is such an important customer that he's gonna let it slide he's gonna let yeah. it slide and let his niece quotations stay here for the Gross, next couple of days no niece. why did they pick that why niece? family like, relationship you know it's so gross so also she doesn't she literally doesn't know how to handle bunny literally she has wads of, of cash, cash just balled up in I know her hands I was like, like why falling out of her why? hands hundreds of dollars I'm like girl, girl what else you is know in how that to purse if money? you don't have a wallet in there yeah like I know you have a wallet She's you don't a, have a guys, wallet we haven't really discussed this but she is a manic pixie dream girl yeah, prototype character yes. Yes. So yes. and manic pixie dream girls do not know how to put money into wallets they only know how to ball it up into wads but somehow have a purse full of things is it like her entire makeup set because she was wearing makeup like the whole movie maybe that was it she was just hauling around to all of her, her makeup stash. yeah so <laughs> nothing else no wallets <laughs> no like, bags i actually to put it in. i mean it, yes it's upsetting to see him looking down upon her it's upsetting to see him to the whole niece thing was very oh, uncomfortable creepy. 
But I did really like the scene between them. I thought right. there were some touching moments. There's a moment where it kind of like I think it switches a bit. He you know start, when she talks about how she was supposed to get the dress and then the women won't help her. Like you kind of see a moment right. where he has compassion for her. Honestly, I feel like the first real compassion yes. we see for any human being to. I was going to say I think that this is the first time that anyone has seen her as like a human person with like needs and feelings. And like feelings. even Kit, like I think yeah. that she is yeah. it, she is being seen by a person as like someone who is upset right now and just like needs someone to be there for her yeah, while she's she upset. And I think sort that's of opens up time. about being rejected at the store yeah. and, 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 and then he picks up the phone and she's like, Oh yeah, go ahead. Call, call the police. It's fine. And she starts crying and he's like talking to someone to help come and get her clothes. Yeah. I found it very sad that the only time that women take her seriously in this movie is when a man has come in yep. and, and intercepted. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Like, like, he no. calls the store. He sent, first of all, we didn't really discuss this, but that store she went to with the mean ladies, like, was like Ann Taylor, but for old ladies. Like, it yeah. was not yeah. attractive. Was not cute. Yeah. Not it's cute. Talbot. It didn't even look fashionable for yes, the time. Exactly. Yeah. I guess no. It, it, might, it might have been fashionable. For I, the time. It looked I like know. something you would wear if you were like, I really want to look like I want to look like a second grade teacher <laughs> from 1993. Where should I go shopping? Yeah, this is where I would go. It's true. Um, but he sends her to a, a much cooler store with some really kind of fun. Again, to uh, to your point about My Fair Lady, we discussed this when we watched the show or watched the movie. Very, a lot of very Audrey Hepburn-esque outfits that they yeah. put her yes. in. They even show Audrey Hepburn in one of the movies that she watches when she watches an old mm-hmm. movie. Yep, mm-hmm. they do. Charade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that? I was trying to figure out what it was. I yeah. thought the woman at the store, though, was very nice to her. I, did. I thought she was so sweet. She, she like comes her. up to her yeah. and is just like... I heard your so-and-so's niece like we're gonna get a dress that your uncle just loves and she's like it's not my uncle and she goes they never are dear and it was just so cute like it was such a sweet oh, that upsets me so much no, I thought it was sweet with her though it was like putting her at ease it was like I know who you are it's fine you don't have to pretend in front of me and I thought yeah, that that was like that was nice. a nice way of putting her at ease I do hate the phrasing of it it's like oh yes we get lots of creepy uncles in here dear <laughs> Sorry. We'll get you something extra short for your uncle. I've been listening to too many like crime and serial killer podcasts Mm -hmm. that like all of the like weird incesty jokes now, they're just like, ugh, dumber. Oh gosh. Creepy shit. Let's not not bring dumber to this. Um, are you so, sure? I think he's super relevant. <laughs> super relevant. <laughs> he well, was active during ni- the year of 1990. That's true. So, um, he was. Super relevant, actually. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's like, I'm not into it. Actually, so really into it. Uh, she gets a really nice, uh, she gets a nice, um, um, you know, gets a nice black little number. Yeah, um, a little <laughs> black lace number. Yeah, I honestly, With gloves, again. honestly, it sounds like it's see like she's. It's supposed to be a cocktail dress. It did still seem a little bit like a something a sex worker might wear in the eighteen, like from Westworld. Hundreds. Yeah. yeah, it looked like something yes, from Westworld. It did. So I was like, is that? I mean, is that I've intentional? I've hated that dress. I it had like a choker yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 The choker thing was weird to me. I liked it. Um, I do want to talk uh, about their date very much, but oh, let's skip mm-hmm. ahead. I think let's just wrap up talking about the shopping trips because at some point after uh, she goes on this date, they actually go back 
to shop again because she but tells to a different him, store. Right. But she right. She tells he wants her to go buy more clothes because she just bought mm-hmm. she just buys the cocktail dress. That's it. Right. And then he's like, where's the rest of the clothes? I'm surprised you didn't buy more things. And she's like, sorry, well, the ladies wouldn't help me. Uh, they wouldn't help me. So he goes with her. Mm-hmm. Treats the whatever store they go to treats them like crap. Yeah, and Larry Miller, the comedian store. Larry Miller, is is there as yes. the store manager. But it's not the same store. Not the no, same store. But store. but he basically is like, I'm gonna spend an obscene amount of money here, and you need to kiss my butt. And he's like, Hardcore. how obscene is it? What what what, what is it? Profi- um, truly is it profane. Pro- <laughs> is, is it profane or truly offensive or something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's like going in there, just whipping his dick around. Yeah. Everybody, just yeah, just like it's a different image. Those clothes would not be sellable. No, they would not. Um, he would have to buy them all. I'm sorry, <laughs> sir, but this this dress has your semen you on it. Have, you going have to rubbed have your to dick on every dress in the store. You must buy all of them now. Yeah. So um, he, but he, it's weird because he goes to the store. Um, he makes them treat her like a queen, but also takes enjoyment out of himself being domineering yeah. and right. a yeah. dick to everyone at the store. And I think he takes a lot of pleasure in the fact that he is a, like giving her this treat. You know, I think he feels like, very like holding it, like look holding at, over look at her. what I've done. Yeah. yeah. Like I've made her feel like a queen today. Like nobody else is ever going to do that. Like I you feel can like only very feel like, like this in my presence. People right. will only accept you when I'm here to protect you Ugh. from them. Gross. Yeah, so gross. I know we like skipped over the date, but I just really want to know why the fuck he brought her on the date in the first oh, yes. place. Yes, we will talk to about. That. We will come back. To we'll that. come I, back. I assure you. I'm just um, angry about it. <laughs> so he. So let's wrap up the shopping thing. So uh, they go. They spend an obscene amount of money mm-hmm. on clothes, which are very cute. She's got. Like, she the steals hat. the tie from another worker there. Steals like, the tie. Yeah. Um. He's got to go back to some work thing. Daddy's got to yeah. go to work. Yeah. Oh God. Gross. <laughs> I'm sorry, Uncle. Uncle's gotta go to work. Gross. Oh, oh worse. There worse. it is. There oh, it is. It's still so bad. So, um and then she goes back to the first store with the two mean ladies. With the bags. And is uh Hey, uh, you uh remember me? And they're like, No, um, who are you? And she's Cute like hat. I was mm-hmm. in there here yesterday and you wouldn't wait on me. Big mistake. Big huge and then she just storms out she's got like a thousand bags giant bags all over her Mm -hmm. arms exactly how i feel every time i've like gotten three things at the mall and i'm just like pretty woman oh yeah (laughs) walking to my car you've got like the teeny like the very tiny bag yeah it's like one one bottle of victoria's secret it's like a lush (laughs) bag with like sea salt spray in it like a tiny thing from sur la table like one baby gift from babies are us and i'm like walking through the store like i'm amazing (laughs) um real briefly before we move on to the date as I was watching this movie, I really had a strong desire to remake this film, but with Andy <laughs> Fleming as as the Julia Roberts character. I thought you were going to say as a Richard Gere character, which would no. be equally amazing. Just I like an awkward Andy Fleming, like, like to, little baby eyes. Like, <laughs> um, no, I want you to picture Andy in a t- bubble bath wearing headphones. <laughs> Um, I don't know who would be the rich. It would have to be obviously be a woman, but a woman. But I don't know who would play the Richard Gere character. But oh, I want to. And then Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. Oh my God, Melissa would be great. Oh God, she would be amazing. And always looking at him like uh, he's a di- she's disapproving of him. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, but also like the Andy going on a shopping trip with a bunch of bags really <laughs> oh amused God. me. Showing, bearing his can we midriff. Just, can we please just shoot <laughs> Can we just shoot it as a trailer? Can we shoot it as a trailer? Please, please. Okay. Oh my God, please. Can we do it as a trailer? I want to do it so bad. I really want to do it. Pretty man. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today's Lady Bits. You can find this month's special guest, Natalie Flynn, at the Atlanta History Center on September 23rd for the Fall Folklife Festival. Uh, Natalie is a uh, prolific and talented embroidery artist, and so she will be there uh, with some of her work. So drop by, uh, check her out, um, buy some of her beautiful work. Uh, you can also find her work on Etsy, and the name of her store is Stitch in B. So that's the word stitch and then N B embroidery or of course you can just search for natalie flynn with two n's and uh, her store will come up so she's got some really cool subversive embroidery so if you like that sort of thing uh and you should go and check her out natalie is also a writer and an actor and her web series a light from the past is currently available on youtube um it's a really funny show um natalie is in it and she also wrote it and um it's about this woman who um is trying to sm- just trying to smoke a little pot, can't get her lighter to light, and uh, some as her lighter uh, tries to spark, um, it, it summons a historical figure from the past to um, come and uh, bring us some stories about things that we may not have heard about some of the most famous people we know. Uh, you may have heard us talk about this on the show before. Uh, our, our one of our uh, our two times special guest Jasmine Waters is in there in the George Washington episode, so you can check that out. Um, and uh, currently. Um, uh, the an, uh, episode on Cleopatra is in post-production, so look out for that. So A Light from the Past, it's on YouTube. Go check it out. If you'd like to stay uh, up to date with what Natalie is up to, you can follow her on Instagram at nchflynn. That's F-L-Y-N-N. Uh, she, sh- uh, she posts a lot of pictures of her embroidery on there, and uh, it's a really fun account f- to follow. So uh, follow her on Instagram. Check her show out on YouTube. And of course, don't miss her at uh, the Fall Folklife Festival on September 23rd. So uh, we've got some exciting news for the podcast. We are now available on Podbean. So if you like to listen to your shows through Podbean, you can now find us on Podbean. Um, Of course, we're still available on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Um, We will still be putting up our episodes on SoundCloud for the remainder of season two, but we're no longer doing our main hosting through that site. So of course, you can still find us there. Um, But if you want to keep up to date with new shows, best way, of course, is to uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or uh, this brand new uh, place where you can find us on Podbean. We're working on getting uh, getting some more ways for you to listen, so keep an ear out for that. And of course, uh, we now have a special part of our web- Critical Crop Top website devoted to the show uh, where you can get the cover art and the show notes and you can play or download episodes right, um, right from that web browser. So go check us out. That's criticalcroptop.com backslash feminine mistake pod uh we've also got another live show coming up so if you are in the atlanta area and you like sketch comedy of a social socially conscious nature that pushes all the right uh buttons uh please come and check us out critical crop top live sketch show uh we do feminist comedy we do um socially conscious comedy so we do a lot of topical stuff and a lot of silly stuff 
stuff too. Um, we have a, we always have a spoken word poet and a musical guest and it's a really fun time. So come check us out in Atlanta, October 21st, 22nd, and 27th. Uh, details, uh, more details on that coming soon. Of course, uh, the best way to find out about what we're up to is to follow us, uh, Critical Crop Top on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Critical Crop Top. And of course, we also have a Facebook page for the Feminine Mistake podcast. So we want to hear what you think about uh, these Rodeo Drive scenes in Pretty Woman or any other thoughts that you had about Pretty Woman that you want to, you know, begin the, you know, begin the discussion um, before we get started talking about the show next week. Uh, So you can, of course, find us on Facebook at Feminine Mistake Pod. And uh, please drop us a line. Tell us what you think. Come back next week. Uh, We will have our full-length discussion of Pretty Woman with Natalie Flynn. We'll be talking about all the stuff. We'll be talking about the wig. We'll be talking about um, Richard Gere's questionable behavior. We'll be talking about uh, Jason Alexander's even more questionable behavior. We'll be talking about Um, I don't know anything about polo, but we'll be talking about that as well. So come back. Uh, We had a very lively discussion about this film, and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. So that's next week, our full-length episode. We'll be talking about the entire film, Pretty Woman, with Natalie Flynn. And don't forget to uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And, uh, of course, if you like the show, uh, consider leaving us a review. We'd appreciate it. If you have a nervous breakdown that you would like us to read on the show, um, that's a bad casting breakdown that really gives you the heebie-jeebies, you can send that or any other correspondence to FeminineMistakePodcast at gmail.com. Hey, Linda. Hey, Louise. What's wrong? Well, I love podcasts, but I need a new one. Do you know if there are any where two sweetie sisters talk about movies from the 80s and 90s that shape their childhood existence, and also that have a cat that makes a ruckus in the background? Do I? Let me tell you a podcast I started listening to called Large Marge Sent Us. Two sisters break down classic 80s and 90s movies like The Princess Bride, Never Ending Story, and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. They even did a whole month dedicated to Fred Savage flicks. Wow, I love Fred Savage. Where can I get this magical podcast? You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or Google Play. You can also follow them on Twitter, at The Sweetie Club. And don't forget to tell them, Large Marge sent you to this podcast. <laughs>